Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. Rudo, AJ, Megan coming to you live on a Thursday, the day before the Finland Global Series gets underway, sort of. I mean, I guess they're already out there doing stuff, but, you know, <laughs> not important. Uh as we want to wait a little bit, we'll, we'll get into the main topic of the day. We're going to be guessing players off of statistics. It's going to be a fun one. We're, we're going to use some polls in the chat, so get your get your get voting polls. fingers ready. Uh, but before we get into that, AJ demanded that we all come up with call signs for that each other. It's not how this went. Kind of is. I was so how this how this went is I was showing Rudo the video. Somebody put Charles Leclerc's. Uh, Sunset Lap in Austin to the Top Gun theme song, and it's perfect and the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And Megan had the question that broke my brain of what would your Top Gun call sign be? And somehow Yahir's never seen Top Gun. Either of them? I don't. I barely found out how good Top Gun like last AJ big mad about this. <laughs> wow. That's kind of unfathomable to me. Knowing that like Top Gun has been like culturally relevant my entire life. Huh. Okay. I think the first one's overrated, but <laughs> in what way? <laughs> I so we're talking about this. I mean, I didn't see it until I was older, so it was just a little bit dated. Okay. Uh, and I didn't uh, nothing in it surprised me. Like, I'd, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, Goose dying was like the least surprising thing ever to me. Okay. It just didn't, wasn't great. Okay, well, it's not, I don't know that it's supposed to be surprising. It's supposed to be emotional. It wasn't that emotional either. I was like, I bet that guy's going to die two minutes into this movie. And then he died. <laughs> like Hardly two minutes into the movie. Yeah. You'd met his family. He's saying great balls of fire. I, I needed I need some shock value to get some emotion, I guess. I don't know. And the way that he died after they while I they were ejecting and he hits the camera. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then he dies in his arms like that in the water. Didn't, like, yeah, it didn't sell it for me. Oh, my God. You're a fucking I'm, monster. I'm heartless, I guess. I don't know. Just a monster. <laughs> and then the ending where it's like him and his rival are like buddies now. No. Nah. They're not buddies. It's respect. Yeah, they they should have stayed mad at each other. <laughs> I think this is bothering like Megan more than it's bothering me. It inspired oh, several geez. call signs for Rudo. Monster. Oh. <laughs> green yeah. screen. I'm, I'm totally cool calling Rudo monster at this point. It's better than jorts, Jesus. <laughs> but AJ, I'm still stuck on yours. I have to think on it a second. Unbelievable, man. I... I like Papa Bear. I'll go with that. I like um, Papa Bear. Too. Megan's getting Grasshopper for sure. <laughs> so was the Chupacabra. I think that's so funny. That's so specific. <laughs> no, I was just yeah, so Rudo good. is not about coming to a place of respect. Hold a rivals. grudge, all right? Stay mad. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta keep Phoenix the is anger. really nice. Rise above the ashes. I love it. I don't want to have to die though. <laughs> what about like a past version of you dies? I mean, that happens every day. Which is very Phoenix-like. <laughs> so then we're all Phoenixes. Phoenixes? Phenai? No. I, I'm going to go with Phoenixes on that I one. think so, too. <laughs> uh, oof, I don't know. I don't know about a good one for AJ. I'm not going with Phoenix. I don't believe. Anyway. Yeah. I don't want to keep us on this topic for too long. I will say the original Top Gun does have some messed up moments in it. 
It blows me away. First of all, <laughs> beach volleyball and jeans. Oh, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Not okay. <laughs> then he, he's like, oh, I'm going to be late for his date with the cool teacher lady. Yeah, the mom lady. Got it. And so he, like, rolls in, and then he shows up to her house presumably the first time he's been there and he walks in and he's like i need a shower i'm gonna take a shower what who does this weirdo behavior i was like it's... i would never see this person again his call <laughs> sign should have been red flag because <laughs> that's all it is uh, all of his behavior is red flag police like my god dude it, his behavior in that movie was Pickles. so weird it was way more it, it was way more on earth uh in the second movie which i thought was overrated i thought people because i i took a very long time to see it and i thought people went like way way yeah, over Kale the top loved it. i thought people went way over the top and in, in like how good they thought it was because i was watching it and i was like this is good i like this and then you know, I watched all of it. It got to the end, and I was like, "That was a good. Uh, that was a good. That was a good popcorn flick. I like that." <laughs> I didn't think it was incredible, though. I I don't know. All right. Anyway, that's now, our Top Gun talk for the day. Let's buzz the tower and and get into the actual show here. Nice. I'm just gonna think about call signs all day. <laughs> so if I just start <laughs> tweeting out random words at night, that's me test. <laughs> the that's call me signs. road testing call <laughs> signs that I like. <laughs> Uh, okay. Getting into the actual topic of the day. We have four or five different five. comparisons. Comparisons is the word I will use. Yeah. So it's going to be like a little bit of a game of guess who and stuff, but it's, it's more, it's more like the point, the point that we're going to be trying to make here, uh, like slow, like October, October is a, is, is a throne of lies. <laughs> the entire month is just, it is designed to lie to you. And I don't want people to take, you know, we've all, like, I've got people who are tweeting at me and they're like, Alex Newell has no value in the league. <laughs> they couldn't trade him for anything right now. And it's like, really? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that he would fetch like a monstrous return, but. I think that based on nine games, that's probably aggressive, a, probably to too say the least. To go yeah, in the other direction yeah. for me. Uh, so I, I, you know, he Alex Nook was kind of like the genesis of this idea yeah. of to do this today. But there are some interesting ones beyond just that. So yeah, and and I I just think that when you get like. Too much is being made of October right now. Of course. And that's like, of course, you're in the moment that you're in and people lean into that and they're like, oh, well, okay. You know, this is this is the this is all we have to go off of, so of course this is what we're talking about. But too much of it gets made into the uh, you know, I also think that too many people are excusing poor play from them because they went four, five, and one last year and then played nine hundred hockey for three straight months. <laughs> It's somewhere in the middle, of course. Like they won like something like seventeen of their next twenty games after the four, five, and one start, and then went into January where they only lost one game in overtime. So, like comparing comparing this year and last year, it might be a fun comparison to make you feel better for right now, but it's going to not continue like really quickly unless you think the Avs are about to rip off that level that level of hockey, which I don't, I think it gets better, but I don't think they're going to play it seriously in 850 it, level. I also don't think they need to play it at 850 level. They don't. But it, last year, I mean, they, they just, they put the foot to the floor and never let up until the last 10 games of the season. So anyway, it's really just a, it's really just an exercise to say, look, slow starts are a natural thing. Like, also, fast starts come from unexpected places sometimes yeah, that and, won't continue. And, and, like, it's funny because when a guy has a slow start, people give up on him. But when a guy has a fast start, people don't believe in him. Yep. So it, You can never win. And we're going, to yep. make, we're going to make that point with some of the comparisons that we're about to make. Yep. Uh, so just, to, just wanted to, like, lead this in before we just start randomly going. We, 
we also get to put Megan on the spot <laughs> because AJ and I know all the players that we put into this thing. True. Megan does not. So it's going to be a fun one. I put combinations of the ones that we looked at last night. Yeah. So should be fun. Uh, okay. Y'all here. Bring up one of them, I guess. Okay. Okay. We're starting with the, the goalie one. Yeah. Um, and Yah here will put a poll up in the chat for all of the live listeners who can vote on which goalie they want. Players A, B, and C. Uh, a and B both with similar save percentages. Uh, these save percentages, uh, these numbers are 5v5, by the they way. They are 5v5. They are not overall that numbers. They are 5v5 specific. Uh, player B with the highest goal saved above average. Player C the lowest. Uh, game totals. Well, you can read them on the screen if you're here listening live. Yeah, I mean, I think looking at these, the the main takeaway is that really all three of these guys are off to good starts. Yep. There isn't there isn't one guy on here where you're like, I don't want that yeah, guy. Who would want him? Yeah. Um. So, do we have the poll in? Yeah, it's in there. Great. While the poll is going. Megan, you gotta, you gotta vote on a player. Which one that you yeah, would prefer? Vote, vote on player A, B, or C. While Megan tries to decipher who at least one of these players is. Oh wow! Uh, I also, when he sent me these last night, I struggled. This was probably the one you struggled the most with. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It was funny because the guys that I guessed ended up being the ones that were all around yep. in the stats, and I just missed. Yeah, you have to try and pick a. You have to try and pick which player you prefer based purely on the numbers. You're also welcome to guess who they who you think they are in the chat. Help Megan out a little bit, but please don't cheat. Don't be that guy. Yeah, if you start just looking this up and firing off answers, that's a block. Like, what do you what what do it'll, you get out of that? Ruin the fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really thinking too hard on this. I think. Uh, Keep in mind the goalie numbers are are at. Give him give him some time to choose. Five v five. Five v five does make this a that little deceiving. Interesting. Yeah, player sees the goal saved above average. The goals against average is good, but the goal saved above average not having a very tough job at five v five so far. Yep. Compared to the other two, especially. Right, the other two really jump off the page, but this is meant to be deceptive. Um, hey. Oh, sorry. She's trying to. She's trying to read. Yeah, she's really getting in there. It's like me reading super chats. Um. I don't think a single person in chat has said a correct nope. name yet. <laughs> we have only had wrong answers. This has been wrong only answers. Wrong only. answers only. <laughs> Still wrong answers only. <laughs> Is one of them Bobrovsky? Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay, just checking. Where are the poll numbers? Is anyone Swayman? Yeah, yeah. Tell that's us. what I'm asking. Uh, it is not Swayman. Okay. Player A has 26%. Player B has 52%. Player C has 23%. So player B in a pretty significant lead. Okay. Is one Logan Thompson? No. no. Okay. That's what I thought. That was my guess. <laughs> That was my guess. All right, all right, all right, all right. Also, a bunch of these guys, too. There has been one correct name said so far. Yep. Is there? No, there's just no way. Um, wow, I actually, this is very validating. <laughs> because no one can get this Normally, right Normally, chat hovers around the right answer yeah. and then eventually is like, oh, it's definitely Holds that it guy. Mm-hmm. And right now, chat is doing a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get some value out of them. Yeah. All right, Megan. One more right, guess, and so, then we'll show them. All right, all right, all right. Um. What's the young goalie in Florida? Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight. Also wrong. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's my final. Show us the three. Yeah, guess. yeah. Yeah, what's the where do we finish with the poll? If B was in the big lead, right? Uh, yeah, I think one minute and thirty-five. It was, oh, I think it was 50, oh, 55% player B, player C, 26%, player A, 21%. So 
A and A and C pretty close, and then B with the B, big the lead. strong yeah. preference. Yep. 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 Georgiev, Hellebuck, and Shosturkin wow. in that order. Yep. The five v five definitely makes that interesting. Yeah. Over 50% going with Hellebuck there. Yeah, which he is off to such a, a great start. I mean, yeah. you're seeing it, but he's off to such a great start. He's like the biggest reason that the Jets well, and, have won any games well, at this point. You're watching the Jets get shelled night after night yeah. and Hellebuck keep them in games. So. Yeah, and well, that Vegas game last week was a wonderful example where shots on goal were like 30 to 8 through two periods. Yep. Like... Aiden Hill was like barely conscious. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you saw Shesterkin actually having so far a pretty easy workload in New York, who have been pretty dominant when it yeah. comes to possession. So, which is the opposite. Yep. It's last year. So. That's awesome for the Jets. Well, in, in general, it goes to show you that Colorado definitely getting a good early return. Alexander Georgiev going toe-to-toe yep. with Connor Hellebuck and Igor Shosturkin. Blindly, more people just chose Georgiev over Igor Shosturkin. Yep. And I think, too, in talking about the comparisons of the starts from last year and how there are some areas where the comparisons just end, I think goaltending starting with Darcy Kemper last year was a bit shakier, and we've seen, and it's only been nine games, a pretty good showing of Georgiev so far to start. Uh, I mean, I don't think... Kemper made it to five goals saved above average until like March. When so. really oh, and then he was alive. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then he had it was like oh, just yeah. a dominant three months. <laughs> yeah. But Georgiev definitely starting strong there. For me, I think that's the hardest one. Yeah, I think I, I, think, I think so. That's too. The I think the, the skaters are significantly easier. I think people will probably get the skaters, but I, I think there's some of them that'll be tough. But I think most in every comparison, I think everyone will get at least one guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. Um, all right. On that note, we are brought to you by pins and aces because you know, depending on how badly you start, people are saying you should hit the golf course. So jump on it. Head over to pinsandaces.com today. Use code DNVR to get 15% off your purchase. They have all the golf apparel you could ever need from hats to cleats. Uh, of course, shirts and pants in there, too. Those are also apparel. But they also have their beer sleeve, which goes right in your golf bag. Seven beers it holds. Bag. You can take it right onto the golf course. It's great stuff. I don't, I don't know if you all have ever golfed before, but if you have, you know it's better with a beer or two in you. So... Go check it out today, pinsandaces.com. Also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. You can go over there and bet on whatever you like, but if you bet $5 with a new account using the code DNVR on any NBA team to win their next game, when they do, you get $200 in free bets, which you can then turn around and bet on whenever you want. We were talking about it a little bit earlier. Probably get pretty good odds on Eric Carlson to win the Norris. Playing pretty well right now. Just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. A uh, bunch of other bets you can make, too. Maybe you like Hellebuck to win the Vesna, even though he's not even at the top. Right now, it would be Carter Hart, I guess, would be the guy you bet on there. But I, I don't even know. It'd be tough. There yeah. have been some great goalie starts. I guess Carter Hart just because the Flyers actually are still bad. and He's the main reason why that they are where they are didn't include him in the graphic because he had a 960 at 5v5 yeah. well and we were talking about it last night uh, high danger chances carter, 52 of 53 yeah carter hardest stopped 52 of 53 high danger chances and goaltenders uh who have about a 900 save percentage on high danger chances are considered doing very well carter hearts is a 981 so when you talk about <laughs> regression, that's where it's coming from. <laughs> uh, head over to DraftKings today. Use the DNVR code. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. What? Nothing. Yeah. What's Yah here giggling about? Nothing. Okay. Anyway. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's a cold day today. Yeah, it is kind of chilly today. It's supposed to snow this afternoon. P.S. New DNVR hoodies. 
Get them while they're hot. Uh, what's our next comparison? Red pill versus blue pill. <laughs> uh, okay. So who would you choose between these two players? On the blue side, you have a player with nine games played, two assists, two points, and a 46% Corsi. On the right side, you have nine games played, two goals, three assists, five points, plus three, and a 50.51% Corsi. Yahir will be making the pull, so you can vote on it in chat, and we'll let Megan try not to fry her brain figuring out who these two players we'll, are. Uh, we'll tell you off the top, they are both defensemen. Wow. Huh. Uh. Perfect. Chat off to a hot start saying a bunch of forwards. Yeah. That's why I wanted to that's why I wanted to tell them that they were defensive. That it, so I remember we were talking about Mo and Bo. Is it Mo and Bo? It's Mo and it's Bo. It's Mo and Bo. Yeah. So Wow, that's Bo? On the right side, yeah. It has to be because I know yeah. he had at least that goal, that first opening goal. Yep. Uh, a pretty probably went a little too quickly on that yeah, one. Yeah, the poll's uh, gonna poll's gonna get ruined, but that's fine. Yeah, Megan was too on it. Um, yeah, Megan caught it right away. <laughs> uh, this is, I mean, coming into the year, you know, I had said that. People were going to talk about Bo Byron by the end of the year, how they were talking about Moritz Sider coming into the season. As a Norris uh, candidate type of guy. Exactly, yeah. as that kind of guy. Well, And there were a lot of people that did not like Mo Sider being given top 50 player status after one rookie, after one season, essentially. Yep. Uh, a lot of, oh, it's too soon for that. It's too soon for that. And look, his numbers last year were great. But the success that Detroit has had to start this year, which has been modest, uh, not, not overwhelming, but Decent. modest and sophomore slump looks like he has smashed into it for the record. Lucas Raymond, same thing. Oh yeah. Uh, it's he really bad. For he Raymond. had no goals until last weekend. He had a two goal game, but until that point, uh, Lucas Raymond had two assists. So you're talking about a couple of young guys in Detroit that are off to really tough starts. In big roles, like Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider are guys that they really need to have yeah. good years there for them to be successful. It really puts into perspective, too, the start that Bo is having. I think we've had criticisms yep. of him yeah. at yep. points, but seeing that is actually not bad, even his I possession put, numbers. I, I put him up next to Miro Haskinen as well, just as a curiosity. Yeah, I did that, too. And... <laughs> Bo fared just fine Pretty as well. well. That's great to see. And and you consider that that Byram is their third-ish best defenseman. I mean, I would say pretty clearly third. I think he's past right. Sam Gerrard. Taves, McCarr, and then. He has not gone past Devon Taves. Not yet. But he has played on that top pairing um, more than, like, certainly more than I expected coming into the start of the season. It, just because even with Taves healthy, Byram has still played over 20 minutes a game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he's still played next to Kale McCarr in top situations yep. uh, pretty frequently. Well, so I really do think it's important for the ABS fan base, especially to take that reality check on the defenseman because the ABS are living in an era where the bar is absolute greatness yeah. for the defense. Well, look at, look at the way that, look at the way that people talk about Sam Gerard. Yep. A, like a, Completely like reliable, steady, totally there fine. Thirty-one other teams in the league defenseman. that would play them on it. That would play him on their second pair. Yeah, yeah. A, a good, solid second pairing defender. Uh, a couple years ago, the results started to make us think, "Hey, maybe, maybe there's more. Maybe there. Yeah. Maybe this is like a top thirty defenseman. Maybe a top twenty defenseman." And I think it's come down from there. It's more like top 60. Yeah. yeah. And where you're still saying, oh, he's a top 60 defenseman. Well, there are 32 NHL teams. Yep. That that puts him on somebody's top pairing. Yep. If they were distributed evenly like that. <laughs> so he might, be, he might be at the lower end of a top pairing guy uh, and then the higher end of a second pairing guy. But like uh, Gerard, like Gerard is a... 
rock a really solid good guy. Like yeah. a really good, solid, reliable player. But uh, Avs fans talk about him like he's a bum. Not, and <laughs> certainly not all Avs fans, but there's the a contingent. Ones, yeah. The ones, the ones who come into our chat and suggest that they trade him on a regular basis. And it's, that's not always about Gerard. I understand that some of that is about just balancing the roster and money and, and contracts and stuff like that. But uh, with with Gerard, I think it's a good point that, that you make that we've gotten very spoiled in Colorado. Kale McCarr gets drafted, shows up into the NHL, and is just super God good. God mode immediately. He's yeah. just super good. He did, that's how it worked. Uh, they trade for Devon Taves, this guy that a lot of Avs fans had never heard of before the moment he got traded for. He shows up. And he's super good. He's just a top pairing player in Colorado. Poof, top two top pairing defensemen. After uh, after Rob Blake leaves, you have no legitimate top pairing defender in Colorado. Uh, yeah, until Eric Johnson, and even he's really and, a number two. Yeah, and there that that did not last long. Yep. Like that portion of his career where he was a really good, like a a fine number one. Uh, did not did not last super long, but the abs went such a long time, and then, bam, oh, two top <laughs> two top pairing legit top pairing top ten defensemen are just on their top pairing, followed and by then, two genuine second pairing guys. Well, and then and then you have Bowen Byram who is on the ascent. Yeah, like every time that he's healthy enough and plays, he's really good. Uh, and then the health issues were, you know, everybody last year at this time was like, we'll never play again. And we've seen he's been he's been good uh, while the camera blacked out on us. Dude, I, I can if my call sign is Mayo, <laughs> I get to be Kale yeah. McCarr's wingman and his call sign gets to be chicken. Chicken. All right. <laughs> can we all agree to that at least? <laughs> Kale McCarr is chicken. Then, then it's mayo chicken is the call signs together. Come on. No. Give me this one. No. <laughs> also, mayo is the worst call sign ever. <laughs> is it? Yes. I'd rather have mayo than jorts. Okay. They're both terrible call signs. <laughs> uh, all right. Yahir's got to sort out this camera because it's just broken all the time. It's just turning off randomly. Yep. It's not even dying. Yeah, we know. No. No. Interesting. Huh. Interesting events. No. No. <laughs> Just throw up the next people we're guessing while you work on it. Yeah. Damn yeah, I think monster is a great call sign. Monster. <laughs> I don't think I could live up to that goal sign name, to be honest. Dude, did you see a new Godzilla movie? I did not. Got announced yesterday. <sighs> You're hyped. I'm so excited. Monster movies are just one of those things that just like fell out of favor. And I'm so excited are back. Two forwards this time. Uh, one with 12 games played, five goals, one assist for six points, a plus one and a slightly under 50% Corsi. The other nine games played, two goals and four assists for six points, minus four with a solid 53% Corsi. Uh, who would you choose, chat? Yeah, and this is one, um, this is this is the one where you have a really interesting conversation of how valuable are goals to you. Yep. Because uh, it's very valuable to have a goal scorer uh, but limited in assists. The course he's like fine. Not like going to kill you. 49.2. Like I look at 49 the same way that I look at 51. Like yeah. you're, you're in the margin. The margin. Yeah. yeah. You're within the margin of, of where you want to be. It's fine. Um, it's really just not that big of a deal. And then the second one you do, we do have plus minus on here Yep. because uh, I put, I put, I wanted plus minus specifically because Last week when people were throwing a huge fit about Alex Newhook, they were like, he's a 30% in the faceoff circle and he's a negative four, negative five or whatever it was last week. And it was like, oh my gosh, like, is this really that important to you? 
like the negative <laughs> it, like we're, we're we've now once again walked back into plus minus like okay what it indicates to me is the level of competition between these two players in what situations they might be deployed in there might be high dangerous situations that the second player is used in more often than this first and i also saw a sneak peek at who the left player was <laughs> which also influences why i would pick the right hand <laughs> player <laughs> This is this is also why, like when you talk about early season results, if a guy gets out of the gate slowly, you don't necessarily want to parry him. But if a guy gets out of the gate really hot, you don't necessarily want to. I mean, we had we had Logan, we had the Logan O'Connor second line player conversation last year. <laughs> yep. We shouldn't have to. I shouldn't really have to remake this <laughs> point, but I think we're just gonna do it anyway. Is the uh, poll up, Yaya? Okay. Okay. Sixty-eight percent player. Player two. Yeah. Pretty uh, dominant. Yeah, and I told you. I told you that I think I thought this it was gonna go this way. Yeah. Because the Corsi was the the Corsi was in their favor. It yep. matters. Yeah. By enough points that you're like, huh? Okay. I I have not seen anyone come even close to guessing player one. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Give give him another like thirty seconds. Uh, the people who have guessed are Turi Lakinen on the right side, are on the right track. Doing well. Yeah. Will in a sec here. Uh, yeah. We'll give you guys in a couple a couple more seconds to throw in some player A guesses or player one guesses, but. Um, I'll give you both of the actually, I don't know who is on the right hand side for sure but I'm assuming Lekkanen on the right track yeah. is yeah. it's Lekkanen. Yes. Okay, then I can tell people a hint that they have both played for the Colorado Avalanche. It's true. In their careers. In their careers. That's an accurate statement. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. I, I think chat will be surprised yeah. when this gets revealed. All right, what, what are the percents, Yaya? I haven't changed. Same, same percents? Okay. okay. Let's just roll with it. Yep. You can go ahead and close Send that poll. It. Nico Sturm has five goals yep. on the season. Yep. <laughs> All the people guessing Nazem Kadri. Yep. I saw some Berkeys in there, too. Yep. Yep. I saw Matthew. Yeah, there was a Matthew Shane right at the yep. end. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's, I think, so obviously, like, this is a hot streak for Sturm, who we saw score, what, one goal in Colorado? Through his time in the regular season, God, I don't even know, man. And none in the playoffs. Yeah, he was rough. I mean, he technically sort of scored a goal off Cogliano's shin, but it was his knee. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't count as Sturm's goal. A couple of conversations here. I don't think anyone in the chat's going to believe Nico Sturm's going to keep this up. Yeah, if you could, if you, the people who voted for Nico Sturm in that poll. I bet right now we're like, I would much rather have Arturi Lekkanen than Nico Sturm as a player. Yep. I think almost every single one. But another interesting conversation, and Megan started to dig into this on the Corsi, where it's about deployment to a certain extent about high danger chances, but it's also, go look at San Jose's Corsi 4 as a team. It's not, not, great. not very good. So it's going to be harder for someone like Sturm to get that number moving in the right direction on a team that is, I think they're currently tied for worst in the league right now. So you do have to take context into account when it comes into these players too. And there's a reason that we limited it. Uh, I didn't want to get into Ozone's and yeah. D-Zone starts. Right. I didn't want to put time on ice on there uh, to give people you know, a little look into it yeah i didn't i didn't word word because uh, again alex newick being the genesis of this conversation no. was uh <laughs> yeah i was having a tough day he's having a rough one i just want to give him a hug me too this sucks man um it's really it's really the 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 point you know just slow starts right they're tough and they're they're tough, but they're not forever. Guys do have a lot of season left to turn things around. Yeah, it's back. It, one, there's a lot of time. Two, and everyone does this. We do this too. 
when people bring up advanced statistics, remember that advanced statistics are meant to be looked at as a big picture. Yeah, You're supposed to look at the sample. entire... If you want to claim something, you can find an advanced that, that will prove whatever you're trying to say in a yeah. vacuum. Yeah, I mean, I had somebody tweet at me the, uh, last week that uh, Alex Newhook has three goals in his last 58 games, including the postseason. <laughs> and it was like, okay, like, fair enough if you're only looking at goal scoring. Uh, if you remove the postseason from the equation where he averaged about 10 minutes of ice time yep. uh, and was not even consistently in the lineup, um, you go back into last season – it definitely the three like he had three goals in the last couple months of the season. Yep. But he also had, I think, seventeen assists in that time, something like that. The production was still and there. And the yeah. point per game pace that he was on, again, not including the postseason, put him right at thirty-eight points. Yep. Which that's lower than we want. Sure. Certainly lower than what the Avs want. His rookie year, but you know. but uh, New Hook will not be an Av. Uh, I, okay. Um, I don't know where he's going to go. Um, That's a really weird choice, given that the Avs are going to be losing players like JT Comfer in the offseason. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, hey, maybe he's, may, maybe he's part of a tree, huge trade package for somebody super dope. Nothing's impossible. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. But anyway, the point is, is that like slow starts, man, that I, I do want to throw this to Megan because AJ and I can sit here and talk about advanced statistics all day, but I'm, I'm curious your, your view on this. How, how deeply invested are you into advanced statistics compared to things like eye tests? <laughs> Man, I feel like, and this is my imposter syndrome talking, but I feel like it's hard for me to point to one thing being the best choice for me to lean into. I feel like it's a combination of both because of, how I came into hockey. It's not like I grew up playing from a young age. Otherwise, I think eye test would be something that I lean into more. So I think I, because of my path to hockey, rely on both. Uh, and I do agree that even though I'm novice with advanced statistics, it is best understood over time. Um, and to, to use a combination of both, which is such a cop-out answer, but I think it is a reflection of how I view the game too. I mean... I, you can call it a cop-out answer if you want, but it's the right answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anybody that tells you that they only use one is is giving you bad information. Yeah, for sure. Because they're only telling you one side of the story. You yep. do need to you do need to watch. You do need to watch somebody play hockey to understand their style and how they fit and how they play the game and all that. But then you do, you know the. The reality is, is that hockey is too complicated. It is too fast. There's too much that goes into it for a human brain to just process all of that info. Yep. Just, oh, I've taken all of it in. I have processed everything, and it's that. That I can accurately tell you everything about every single player out there. If you're just watching the one... Maybe you can, but I, I always tell people, uh, I, I always tell people watch a game sometime and keep trying to keep your own box score for every player. It's impossible. And tell me, tell me like at the end of the game, you've written nothing down because you can't use any numbers. This is just the eye test, the pure eye test. And tell me, who who had the most shots on goal? Tell me who tell me who did what who what were the goals and assists? Just like just without looking at a box score, without doing any of that, just uh, get to that. Uh, They're not going to non-tender. They are not going to not <laughs> extend a qualifying offer to Alex Nose. His qualifying Stop. offer is like literally it's the, like it's 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 point one mil basically. Yeah, like. It can't be any higher than a million dollars. Yeah. So they're not going to not give him. Uh, but they're not. He's a bust. Okay, we're done. You're, we're done. You're we're just, done you're just feeding this. the troll yeah. now. Uh, 
While the camera dies again, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get yours online. No, you can't buy it online, but you can find it online at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator at breckbrew.com. Of course, you can also get it down here at the DNVR bar. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm probably not allowed to spoil anything, but word on the street is some pretty cool stuff is, is coming up in the next couple weeks here. So. I mean, we're what, like announcing on Tuesday? We can tease it. It's fine. Yeah. Some cool stuff is coming up this month. You're going to want to be a DNVR member to be able to be part of the cool stuff that's coming up this month. That. So be sure to get on that. Go uh, go get yourself a DNVR membership. Uh, we're also brought to you by Green Mountain Dental Group, the best family dentist in the Denver metro area. You can get in there, get a cleaning x-ray and an exam. And when you get all that done, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental. They're great at what they do. They're great at making sure you stay on top of taking care of your teeth. So check them out. Just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. This is just sympathy for Yaya right Straight now. up. I feel terrible for Yaya. Because this doesn't make it doesn't make any like logical sense. It's, things are just breaking and he has to do like 85 shows today. He also made all these graphics for us. Yeah. Hi chat. We're back. I sent him I sent him this huge message at like midnight with yeah. all the stuff and I was like these are the graphics that we want with all these numbers on it. <laughs> Rough life and out here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now that Yahoo's got the camera working, put up another graphic. <laughs> I will. I will say. Somebody asked, at what point do you call him a bust? I'm not calling anybody a bust before 200 games played. I don't know that he's already proven he's an NHL caliber player. Yeah. And for anyone the drafted people, the, outside the of the that top ten, him, like, that's the, not a bust. And and the people that have called him always oh, the next Jost, like he's already scored more points in a season than Tyson Jost ever has. Ever by like a lot. Yeah, he has a thirty three <laughs> point season in, in his Tyson Jost's career high is what? I think twenty six, twenty seven, okay. Um okay. Megan, anything to add there? I don't No, I okay. think there's a joke to be made about the eye test and the camera going out. Oh god. <laughs> There's way too good of a joke in there. Uh, try to watch a hockey game blind. Do it by feel. Do it by feel. Uh, Seriously, <laughs> I I would challenge anybody that is strictly a ner- nerds are you know the nerds are taking over sports. All you need is the eye test. Tell me a box score after a game. Watch the game, and just tell me. Don't even don't even worry about shots on goal. Don't even don't worry about how many saves a goalie has. Just tell me who had the goals. And the assists. That is it. No going back and watching replays. No getting any outside help. Can you do it? Two players on the screen here. Player A, eight games, one goal, one point, minus 11. All nearly 50% Corsi. Player B, nine games, one goal, one point, plus four. Also nearly 50% Corsi. The line is all made in Taiwan. They're not made in China. Which The guy quoting Armageddon in our chat. Uh, it's it's all made in Taiwan. <laughs> How many times have you watched that movie? A lot. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. To know that off the top of my head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Street Fighter background. Yeah. I guess that that probably Mortal Kombat, not Street Fighter. Yeah. Street Fighter actually. Okay. They're all the same to me. I was a Tekken kid, so <laughs> Megan. Yeah, he showed it. He showed it to me. Uh, he showed it to me, and I said, "Oh, Street Fighter background." Mm. Megan, can you guess these players? Ah, uh, forwards. They are forwards. Nice, yes. nice. <laughs> so Chad has figured out who Player B is. Yeah, which I knew. Huck. We've spent the entire yeah. show talking about him. The so bust. You knew he was coming. Mostly, mostly focused on seeing if you guys can figure out who Player A is. Yeah. And whether you're voting for Player A or New Hook. Oh, and that's supposed to be a minus four. That might have been my bad. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So that's uh, the Player B is supposed to be a minus four. Uh, did you open up the poll? So new hook dominating. This was gonna be my. I knew this was gonna yeah. be my home run. Yeah, yeah, I know. Interesting. Is player A 
an Avs player? No. He has played for the Avs. Fantastic. There's... hmm. Man, y'all are just like dissing on people's names. I know. I'm going (laughs) to say people and it's an insult. Oh, Ryan O'Reilly. That's a great guess. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, giving giving it away that he was a former Rav. Yeah. And honestly, we talked about deployment a lot, and that influences how I read plus minus at the present. So. Yeah. It is. It is Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly. And. So seventy three percent on a on a blind on a blind look seventy three percent just picked Alex Newell over Ryan O'Reilly. They picked the bust. <laughs> I won't let it go. I'm sorry. Uh, and consider that this is a contract year for Ryan O'Reilly. Yep. Uh, this is. It's not like he just got a big, shiny new deal. Uh, they have not committed to him. So. Yeah, it was blind. Chat picked. Chat picked player B, as new hook immediately. Yep. I think intuitively everybody knew. Yeah, like. And we don't want And you, to you pick. picked Alex Newhook against someone you didn't know. Exactly. Unless you're Ron Weasley who knew. But yeah. the rest of you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and in seeing their faces, I'm a big Alex Newhook guy. Never in a million years are you taking that dude over Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, at this, even at this stage of their careers. Like, you, you look at what Ryan O'Reilly does. Uh, and and the defensive excellence, the the faceoff excellence, it's a it's a perfect complement to what Nathan McKinnon does on your top line. Like he's your old, he would be the ultimate two C for you, which has kind of been the thing his most of his career is that it's a good thing they won the cup when they were when they got hot and had a you know had that year that they had because Ryan O'Reilly otherwise as a as a number one center we've seen the Blues don't go deep in the postseason ever. Like they, yep. he's really just not. Uh, he he really just is not a, like a, a a true like top guy, and hey, at thirty one, maybe we're seeing that he's really taken enough of a step back. Uh, you know that he's really a true like. Now we're having the two C conversation for real. Yeah. But also, it's so early, and he's been so productive for so long that you're not looking at Ryan O'Reilly and being like, "This dude's not about to score 15 points this year." <laughs> yeah, like he's not on he's not on his way to a 20 point season here. So, Megan, you've had to guess at most of these players. What's what's the experience been like for you from your side of it? It's been revealing that. There, you just have to take the beginning of the season with a grain of salt for all of these players. Like, Ryan O'Reilly is a good reflection of how we wouldn't expect the rest of his season to play out with this lack of production the same way. And there's something to be said for Newick, who is untested, unproven, just not knowing what comes next for the rest of the season for a young player like Newhook. If we can expect Ryan O'Reilly to do better because we know we have familiarity with him as a player. I think there's something, there's an advantage to the unfamiliarity with Newhook and just not knowing what to expect with him. I can hear coaches like all panicking in unfamiliarity being positive. Look, not everyone gets a crystal ball. Sometimes <laughs> you have to lean into not knowing. Had, how it's many? a clean slate. That's Newhook's runway. For him to do with it what he can. And and I, I do think Newhook New will continue to get that opportunity. But it's been interesting this year how we've seen so many different situations. Marco Rossi, whatever you want to call it, what's happening with Martin Kaut. Uh, the kid just the other day who played like five minutes. Who am I forgetting? Well, I, I forget who. But anyway... It's come up on Twitter four or five different teams this year with like this head coach is playing the rookie four minutes a night. Or Robinson like, getting a healthy at, scratch in you Toronto. Look at Sh- yeah. Shane Wright in Seattle. Yeah, Shane Wright. And Shane Wright, the whole the, that whole situation in Seattle where it's like, 
What are you even doing with or them? Just at this send point? them back to the OHL. Yeah. Point being, uh, NHL head coaches often don't see the unfamiliarity as opportunity. Yeah, they don't like the unpredictability. They want a baseline from a guy, and young players are inconsistent, and they don't have that established. That's why they like guys with 100 games played. Yep. You know, like like they just magically have 100 <laughs> games, and they're like, oh, okay, well, that makes them an NHL player. Like, yeah. I mean, we can argue the substantiation of that all we want, but yeah. it's a it's a weird reality because... It's not like, oh, it's just the, these few coaches. Every single NHL coach is this way. Every single one. There isn't a single one that will tell you, yeah, I'm going to YOLO this random kid. And, and, you know, sometimes you'll get a kid that's just too good, a Kale McCarr, where it's like, yeah, he's insane. We have to play him. Yeah. But for anyone that doesn't immediately live up to that hype, you see their minutes get cut. Yeah. So. Well, and certainly New Hook's usage this year has been frustrating yep well you watch that split you know evan rodriguez a 27 minute on the hooks playing 12 (laughs) yeah and you're just like can you balance some of this a little bit more um so certainly that's been a disappointment to start the year that uh, new hook is basically getting the same minutes uh, that he did last year and certainly it's not to say that he's been so good he's demanded more for sure but also, if you're trying to get this guy to play a bigger role for you, you have to actually give him the you role. You have to try to give him the bigger <laughs> role. And giving him three games at the start of the year, like, come on. Yeah, not enough. Um, okay, we have one more for Tom. you here. This one is not players, it's teams. This one is teams. Uh, three teams Team A, 3.1 goals for, three goals against, a plus one goal differential. Uh, slightly negative shots against and four. Uh, team B, essentially the same, just flip the goals for and against a minus one goal differential. Very, very strong possession advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then team C, a little bit lower goal scoring on both ends, but an even goal differential. Uh, and then good, but not great possession metrics. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't think a lot of people are going to guess these teams. Maybe not right off the bat. Yeah, I like I mean, I got one of them right away and then the sort other of. ones I didn't know. Oh, one, I, got the, I got I got one of them immediately. Yeah. Is one Boston? No. Nope. Is one Buffalo? Nope. No. Okay. Yeah. This was more of just an interesting. I thought it was Yeah. Twenty-one votes. They're tied at thirty-three <laughs> percent. Nice. All of these teams are tied. Yeah, I also thought it was Tampa Bay. <laughs> that was my guess. Uh, my first guess was Tampa as well. You'd be wrong. It's one yep. Winnipeg. Nope. Cool, cool, cool. No, that one would be deep in the negative for the shots. Yep. Uh. I've seen some right answers. Or, yeah, yeah, I'd, kind, they're, kind they're like not I've really seen, right. Yeah. I've seen I've seen the teams in the wrong spot. Yeah. So yeah. That's it. Wow, this dude was in my brain. I also guessed the Rangers. That is AJ. AJ in Megan, we're going to make you guess first. Um, I know you've been guessing. But. I know. <laughs> What is this like a racetrack? Is that what the background is supposed to be? Who would you choose? Um, I have to guess who I would choose of these. Uh, you can guess a team or you can choose whichever one you want. Okay. Either way. I don't know if I... My brain is starting to shut down. Melt. It's melting. Yeah, it's starting to melt. Yeah. I mean, this is really, really hard to yeah. do. Unless you're really looking at standings every single day and looking at these types of things. Yep. 
trying to do this completely blind is a I mean I Which is kind of the point yeah. that we're trying to make. That's exactly the point we're trying to make. I like team B. Team B. Now. Yeah, go ahead and end that poll. See what we got. 41% for team B. Team A got 32%. Team C got 25%. All right. Send them. Yep. Team A is the Avs. Team B is Florida. And team C is the Leafs. Yikes. Fun. It, well, I think it's an interesting conversation because, one, the Avs today are the worst in the standings of those three teams. Now, part of that is they've just played less games. Yeah. But still true. Florida is a team that's been dominant in possession and doesn't have a ton to show for it. They're yeah, it's mo- negative in goal differential. Yeah. <sighs> and then the Leafs, which is a team whose fan base has been melting down. Yeah. For the most of the start of the season, full blown, just total five alarm fire going on there, burning yeah. jerseys level. Yeah, is actually pretty fine. Like they're pretty squarely in the middle of the pack. Yeah, with the rest of these teams, so, they're in no real trouble. Yeah, standings wise, like they're like Vancouver's maybe the only team that you look at. Yeah. that had playoff aspirations, and you say they're in real trouble. Right now, I don't think any of them are. Agreed. But that's kind of the point that, that we're that's making. That's exactly the point. Kind of the point. <laughs> it's kind of the overarching point of today's entire show is that October is finished. Um, great. Yep. The abs are not dominating. They are, uh, I would say that they're not really in trouble. You, the Look, the cliche phrase applies. You can't make the playoffs in October. You can certainly lose the playoffs in October. And yeah. the Avs did not lose the playoffs in October. Yeah, they're so. not they're not really they're not in a bad spot. I think they're even still in a wild card spot like right now, having I, not played so in a I week. I think they would be out of the wild card because the Pacific would have them. Again, only because every team in the league has played more than 9 games because the Avs have had 5 days off. So, Oh yeah, the Avs are the Avs are one point out of a playoff spot right now. Yep, with games in hand on almost everybody in the West. So yeah, well, the one team that they're chasing, Calgary, actually has a game in hand on Colorado. But not too How's worried that about. Fucking them. possible. This, What's with Calgary and St. Louis only have well, eight games, and played. San Jose has played twelve. <laughs> yeah. So have the Kings. Such a weird schedule this year. Uh, anyway, we say that every year about the schedule where it's just really messed up we thought that was a a fun little experiment one to show don't take statistics too seriously especially early in the year oh were they four five and one last year shit dude (laughs) two i didn't know that two to show good and bad starts happen sometimes they can be indicative of their future sometimes they're not indicative of their future at all yeah it's it's hard to the the point being and we don't need to we don't need to draw strong conclusions yep. from 3 weeks of hockey SSS yeah well cuz we always break the season down in 10 game samples yep but the first 10 people always make the most out of the first 10 and the last 10 and it's the True. middle 60 that everybody is just like yeah well you know these things happen and it is what it is you know but it's the first 10 games you're like, oh, my God, or, wow, we're going to win the cup. Or the last 10 games, a championship team doesn't <laughs> just slide into the playoffs looking like this. Or, wow, they're just getting hot at the right time. They're a dangerous team. You have to look out for them. In the end, nothing matters. We all die, and entropy will eventually destroy everything. Yeah, I mean, we're all <laughs> headed for an inevitable heat death of the of the planet. Megan, you want to end this on a more positive note than that? I don't even know where to begin with that. I don't. Your call sign. I don't know what it is, but it's not monster anymore. <laughs> Reaper. <laughs> Sad boy. Sad boy. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, any final thoughts or are we out of here? I feel like we should revisit the conversation about utilization later, not on this pod, with young players, how it happens around the league, opportunities, and that sort of thing. I feel like it's a, a worthy conversation for a different pod. I heard the abs have a whole other week off after this weekend. Because so. yeah, I, I think we're going to see. The thing is really like... It's, it's there's, something. There is a, there is a, a young player who's averaging Curtis McDermott minutes. Yep. I can't remember who I, it I, is. That's yeah, who I was trying to think of, too. pissing me yeah. off. Um, but it's it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is NHL coaches do this shit. Yep. The Jost conversation also going from he's their first line center in Minnesota to he's, he's a scratch. And then... What is Dean Evason doing? He just had a he just had an assist on a Kiel Kaprizov goal the other day. It's all over the place out yeah. there. Talk about not being able to fit into a role. You go from he's on the first line, he's scratched, he's on the fourth line. That guy is just ping ponging all over the place. Anyway, we hope you all enjoyed this one. Had a little bit of fun with the polls. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Pre-game, post-game, watch along. Early morning. Oh yeah, that is tomorrow, isn't nooner, it? Nooner nooner game because it's in Finland where it's at on at like nine PM that local. So yeah. anyway, we hope to see you there and until then we will talk to you on the next one.